today, the Biden administration wants to pay illegal immigrants $450,000 for their troubles, and a D.C. judge blocks Biden from firing unvaccinated employees. Are the tides turning? We'll find out, and it all starts right now. Happy Friday. Happy uh, early Halloween. I am Sarah Gonzalez and uh, I am dressed up as Elizabeth Warren today. Who? I'll let you figure that one out for yourself. Uh, but I am joined today by two of my favorites. Uh, Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and also host of the YouTube show for Canon's sake. Young Rep of 5'9". You got to follow him over there. Also joined by Savannah Hernandez, Blaze TV <laughs> producer of Slightly Offensive. Uh, she is back. And you know what? I got to say the audience loves you. Oh, I love you. Good, good. Very I was happy worried. I was worried, Sarah. It's always nice when we can find another fiery female mm -hmm. who just knows their stuff and is passionate about it. So, And we have a lot to say about the stories today oh. because, uh, you know, we were just talking about how excited we are about the state yeah. of America right now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I, I actually, I kid you not, we were going, I was like, they were counting down in my ear and I was like, don't curse. <laughs> don't curse, because I don't want an email from management going into my weekend. All right, so let's start with uh, this really fun story. Joe Biden, uh, he apparently, his administration is um, in talks to offer approximately $450,000 to every illegal immigrant that was separated from their family at the border uh, under the previous administration's zero tolerance policy in 2018. They said uh, Health and Human Services, considering payments that could amount to close to $1 million a family, though the final numbers could shift. And uh, most of the families that crossed the border illegally from Mexico to seek asylum in the U.S. included one parent and one child. And, uh, you know, guys, I, the payout could be more than $1 billion. Um, and it's just interesting because they say that, uh, you know, they were created, they were treated cruelly, mm -hmm. uh, that this shouldn't have happened, which is weird because I feel like anyone who goes to jail in this country, anyone who goes to prison, always separated from their families because that's just kind of what happens when you break the law. I haven't heard of like this weird rule for Americans that their kids get to come with them to prison, mm -hmm. nor do I think they should. So it's interesting to see uh, at a time like this where we've got inflation, the economy's in the crapper, uh, we're basically just, just signing off on all of these checks that we do not have, that even our grandchildren's grandchildren are not going to have. And here we are considering $450,000 for people to reward them for breaking our laws upon entering this country. What could possibly go wrong here, you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mentioned that before on the show, the whole separation of families, like when it first kind of, the NPCs got the little firmware update and they started continuously saying that. Um, it was a nonsensical term because everybody that is arrested for whatever reason, whether you feel a wrongful, rightful, doesn't matter, you get separated from your family. That's literally what, what happened. So there's nothing special in this case. You know what the, the, the laws are, the laws, whether you agree with them or not, and everybody's separated. So if that was why you're paying people out, well, there's a whole, whole lot of other folks that should be getting paid out. That's certainly in this country. I have, I'm going to take a different angle with this because I've, I've been watching some woke or woke crime kind of go on with this in this regards because of course there you know are a lot of people that are of black descent who are still talking about the legacy of slavery 
and uh, wanting to, uh, the payout on that. And they are absolutely mm -hmm. pissed uh, mm -hmm. uh, right now because they're looking at like, OK, there's been zero reparations uh, for what has been causing all of these. Well, they think that it's been causing all of these issues, uh, whether it be in their lives or in, it is sort of intergenerational poverty or any, anything like that. There's been no payout in, in that regards. And they're looking at like, oh, y'all, this just happened and y'all are already trying to lace them up. So right now there's a powwow between a lot of uh, other folks, particularly black Americans that thought they su were supportive Biden. I've always said that the issue of immigration isn't as uh, like I know the academics, definitely the black academics like to try to lump everybody together, mm -hmm. whether it be with the LGBT, the POCs, everybody's uh, on, on one accord. That couldn't be anything further from the truth. When you really start to talk about immigration and you talk amongst a lot of people that are in these black communities, there's a, they're very divisive on this certain topic because they look at it like these guys are getting yeah. rewarded before certainly we are. Now, I'm of the opinion that Everybody has to cut their losses at some point. The government right. has screwed over basically everybody of every generation at some point in time, depending on how far you go back. So we got to cut our losses at, at some point. If we keep on with this narrative of, oh, well, this the, the state owes all of these people money, then everybody's going to get paid off at some point. But people need to understand that the government isn't a producer. Well, and Eric, we need to look at the fact, too, that can you name any other country in the world that pays people for breaking their laws, mm -hmm. for breaking into their country, breaking the law and coming in illegally and repaying these people upwards of, I read, 450000 per illegal. That's absolutely insane to me. And Joe Biden, during his run for president, was saying, oh, well, I'm going to grant amnesty for upwards of 11 million illegal immigrants. So he's not only encouraging people to come to this country illegally, continue to break our laws. I think we're on our second or third caravan right now. There's one that's on its way. The caravan leaders are calling Joe Biden out by and they're saying, hey, Biden, we're coming for you. Be ready for us because they're so entitled because they see that the person that is currently in office is not only emboldening this type of behavior, human trafficking at the border, mm -hmm. drug trafficking across the border, but is going to pay them for breaking our laws. Like what other country in the world is doing that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it goes to show the issue with the state in itself. I mean, because you're looking at and this is the fundamental problem that everybody has. They're taking y'all's money to then give it to. People that have uh, been still a silly context separated mm. from their families. Um, and it's money that, like Sarah was mentioning, that they don't actually have. Um, the yeah. money isn't certainly there. So in the process, which is probably more important than anything, your money is being devalued because of the government's reckless printing and the government or the Fed is a reckless printing and their reckless spending. Mm. So if anything, you're being hurt by this. I know some people will look at it like that's not the case, but that's what generally happens when the government is spending as it is. So it's like they're just looking for different demographics to try to attempt to lace up. And it seems like that that particular like the, the more so Latin American migrant. Uh, I don't know if that's more so what they're who they're trying to target. Mm. Uh, 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 in, in this regards, but to be fair, it's not just that when you consider what's going on with, with the Haitian immigrants as well. Mm -hmm. But everybody other than the folks that are in here, it seems like that's who they are trying to. It's America uh, last and Joe Biden's America. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yes. Which is why uh, so many people are frustrated, certainly at this. But that's like what what's going to happen out of this? Are people going to look at this and look at the fundamental problem? Or is it just one of those things where they just look at it and say, well, it's just another spending effort that may may or may not happen and yeah the americans are going to be left assed out I either have, way it goes i have to believe that even the you know left-leaning people will look at this and say hold on a second 
I work and follow the law and I work hard every single day of the year and I don't make that much money in a year mm -hmm. and you're going to give that much money to someone because they entered this country illegally? Like, I think that there are enough people in this country who work hard enough, who try, you know, who try to abide by the law, who are going to see this as a slap in the face, even if they've previously supported the left, even if they previously <laughs> supported Joe Biden. But I do want to get back to something, Savannah, that you said earlier. Um, because you mentioned human trafficking. And I think that that is a very important component of this conversation mm -hmm. whenever we have it, which is, you know, they like to use this phrase like separated from their families. But what they fail to mention is that these are the people that they claim are their families when they come here, right? We exactly. have absolutely no way to vet whether or not that is true, which is why the separation takes place to begin with. On top of that, I, I mean, gee, when you don't know who these people are and you have to vet them, uh, can you think of anything that might be bad with uh, putting together a bunch of young children and a bunch of older people, namely older men, who we have no idea what their history is? Can you think of anything that could possibly happen that might lead to really bad things? So we have this conversation and we continue to let the left dominate the, uh, you know, the buzzwords, the keywords mm -hmm. that are the takeaways separating mm -hmm. from their families. And really, it's like, could you think of a more inhumane thing to do to these children who are being brought across the border than to stick them in a pen mm -hmm. with a bunch of adults when we don't know who the hell they belong to? Exactly. And there's so many reports of child rape at the border at all of these processing facilities. There was a report that came out that this this one girl, she had been raped so badly that she couldn't speak. Mm -hmm. And that's what's currently going on at the border. And so when we say, oh, families are being separated, that's another manipulation of our language, because in reality, a lot of these kids are being kidnapped. Sometimes they're being taken away from their mothers and then they're being kidnapped and used by these men to get across the border. I have friends that go to the border all the time. They run into little kids that are crying and alone. They don't know where they're at. They don't know what's going on. They say a cartel member just dropped me off here. I, I you know, I'm not useful to them anymore because they already, I already served my purpose getting people across the border and now I'm just stranded here. Mm -hmm. That's what's currently going on and that's what this administration is complicit in. And again, emboldening by offering these illegal immigrants money for coming into our country and breaking our laws. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Well, that's the, because of the, they've controlled and dominated the conversation, leftists. And they like to think of immigration in this country as a black and white issue. Um, it's never been that. And I've mentioned all the time me living in South Texas certainly opened my eyes uh, to a lot of this. Uh, but they look at it like every single person and they, they even the way they talk, the way they speak about this subject matters, that every single person is just this family member, this family that is trying to strive for a better life. And it's, it's always women and children every yes. single time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not that to say that there aren't people that are attempting to do that because there are. But to act like there aren't other well, I mean, uh, situations right. Right. is Eric, where it's disingenuous. Did you see the last caravan? It was all uh, military-aged yeah. Haitian men yeah. who were coming over here. So uh, again, you know, to your point, it's not just women and children yeah. here. It's it's men. Yeah, most definitely grown, grown, uh, able-bodied, certainly men. And and that's the part that doesn't get discussed is 
I mean, there, there are some efforts of, yeah, you get kidnapping, but then there's those really, which I deem is like evil, where you have people that put their own parents in harm, uh, excuse me, their own children in harm's way yeah. uh, just for the sake of getting them over. Like, all right, well, they, they promised this. So Lord knows what sort of trip that they have to endure in order to get mm -hmm. to the border. Like that whole conversation isn't even mm -hmm. being discussed. If you mm -hmm. can go listen to how a lot of the, uh, the progressives in Congress talk about immigration, that's not even being brought up it's like it doesn't exist right. and that's th that's how you know that they control the conversation because they've convinced a lot of even though we know definitely those of us that are, that, that are out here we know we know that that isn't exclusively the case but the way they discuss this in this country and they've convinced a lot of people is why they can say all right yeah we're gonna lace up 450 or lace up these families or supposed families with 450 thousand dollars worth of y'all's money and it's it's not even seen as a slap in the face to some people though uh, to Sarah's point, there are conversations, and to the point that I was mentioning earlier, there are mm. conversations that are being had. There's enough working uh, class people yeah. who are like, what the hell? Yeah. I would love to make that kind of money. I work hard and right. I follow the law. Yep. Where's my reward? Yep. Even even aside from the reparations conversation. Yep. Most definitely. I mean, that's exactly what it is. So we'll see what happens from it. Yeah. But. You know, uh, you, military you, families. Every, right? I mean, like, I mean, it's like how many people? How many people have been done wrong just by the government? Families? Government just in in this country alone that haven't seen anything. Yeah. They haven't seen anything. It's like, oh, whoops, we messed up, and they go on about your business, and you're left tailed out. I hate to hear stories like that, but people need to go to the point that I was making earlier. They need to understand that the government is not a producer. Mm -hmm. So even if you do think that this is some sort of well-intended sort of plan, they are stealing money from the American taxpayers to subsidize this. Eric, do you mean to tell me that the 3.5 billion reconciliation bill doesn't equal zero dollars? Is Not that at what all. you're telling me right now? Trillion. Trillion. Yeah. Oh, apologies, yeah. apologies. Yeah. The numbers are so big, I can't even yeah. keep up anymore. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. it's not worth zero dollars. No. We have to pay for that. Uh, okay, yeah, got it. Just, just wanted to reiterate that. I don't know why you guys don't believe Joe Biden when he says that. Costs he nothing. usually repeats it three times, which obviously means it's more true the more you repeat the same mm -hmm. phrase over and over. That is how science Duh. and facts That's work. That's science. Uh, <laughs> all right, we've got more to come. Speaking of science, you're not going to want to miss this uh, next, next segment. Uh, but first, we want to uh, thank our sponsor, Bonner Wines. So uh, if you are looking forward to a big Thanksgiving meal, you need a heftier wine for your big Thanksgiving meal. And he, you guys always laugh at me. I never go too far without my wine by my side. All right. You need this wine because you deserve something for Thanksgiving with bold flavor, complex personality. All right. This comes from the highest vineyards in the entire world. It is six to nine thousand feet that those grapes are grown. By the way, any higher in the grapes would not be able to survive. But that creates a wine that has a flavor unlike any wine you have ever tasted. It's got notes of blackberry, smoke, a little dark cherry. It is really, really delicious. You are going to want to enjoy this over Thanksgiving, which we know you are celebrating because you don't buy into the things that Dr. Fauci says. All right, so you got to go over to cowgirlwine2021.com and you will get these top quality extreme altitude wines for half the price. All right. So you're not going to pay. You don't have to pay a middleman. You don't have to go get those crappy grocery store wines that are inflated prices and don't taste very good. Go straight to the source. Go to cowgirlwine2021.com. That is cowgirlwine2021.com.
Uh, a judge yesterday issued a temporary restraining order blocking Joe Biden from firing several unvaccinated federal employees, including active duty military members uh, who were named in this suit that were ch- that was challenging the president's vaccine mandate as uh, unconstitutional. So all of these plaintiffs are seeking religious exemption from this vaccine mandate for federal workers. And uh, this it was Washington, D.C. District Judge Colleen Kolar Cotelli, which is that is that's a lot of. All right. But uh, she said none of the civilian employee plaintiffs will be subject to discipline while his or her request for a religious exception is pending. Uh, The ruling also added that active duty military plaintiffs whose religious exception requests have been denied will not be disciplined or separated during the pendency of their appeals. Um, This is pretty big, you guys. I mean, I don't want to put too much stock in it. It is one case uh, and it is one judge and it is not obviously a Supreme Court case. But this is a huge uh, win for people who were looking for some sort of momentum uh, when it comes to seeking an exemption from these these federal mandates. And when it comes to people who don't want to choose between having to feed their family and also standing up for their convictions, whether it be religious or whatever the hell else conviction you have. I I certainly don't think you have to explain it. But either way, uh, interesting development when it comes to this uh, conversation that we have on vaccine mandates. I want to get y'all's quick thoughts on this story. And then I want to bring up uh, a, a study that I just saw. That I I don't know if you guys have seen a year long study that yeah, I just saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. seen yeah. it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, about this so so let so let me get your quick thoughts on uh, on this particular ruling. Is it a sign that they've gone too far and maybe they're going to be reined in? Uh, look, uh, I'm not going to defend federal employees because if it was if it was up to me, you all quit. Um, but on be a fine. serious note. <laughs> Like, yeah, I guess you can if you are one of those that are looking for some semblance of hope. You can look at that and you can say, well, it, it shows that at least among them, uh, the people who are oddly enough trying to implement this, they have their own sort of gripes uh, uh, internally. I just always think that it's sad that people have to look at some exemption yes. in order to yes. not get a jab. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wh- yeah. like the exemption should be. <laughs> I don't want to. So so I love that you brought this up. And Savannah, I want to get your thoughts, too. But I love that you brought this up because I frequently have this conversation uh, with our friend here, Chad Prather, who uh, most of you know he is running for Texas governor uh, over at Prather2022.com. And this is something that I've talked to him uh, at great lengths about. And mm-hmm. he he agrees. So he says we in Texas currently we have these exemptions that we have to go and get notarized and send into our public schools to let them know, uh, even private schools who take state funding to let them know that we don't want our children to be vaccinated and this is our uh, reasoning for it. He says, I want to do away with exemptions to begin with because why should you have to explain to the federal government what you're doing with your child? People are so beaten down by big daddy government that they like don't even understand that. They're like, they want you demoralized. You want to take away our exemptions? It's like, yes, you will be more free if you don't have to file a stupid exemption. They don't even get it. And and you know what? I'm just going to jump in here, Eric, because honestly, and not to have like a, a negative viewpoint on this because, you know, okay, it's great, you know. What, what this story that you just talked about, right, right. but it should terrify a lot of Americans that we've even gotten to this point. Yeah. Again, and I say this all the time,
time. We never should have said yes to the face masks, yes to social distancing, or yes to lockdowns. We have gotten to this point because Americans have refused to stand up for their rights, and we're still even fighting about exemptions and uh, all of this nonsense. We shouldn't even have to deal with this. We live in America. We should not, in this country, be having to tell the government what we're doing. We shouldn't be having to fight for our bodily autonomy or our medical freedom. It's absolutely ridiculous, and we should have never said yes to any of these lockdowns to begin with. And until Americans finally stand up and say, we're not doing this anymore, yeah. this religious exemption thing, it's, it doesn't matter. It yeah. really doesn't. I mean, I, I want to be positive with it and say, okay, this is a win. But uh, the average American needs to wake up and realize that this isn't normal, and they shouldn't even have to file this exemption. Yeah, Agreed. yeah, Agreed. amen. Uh, so, so on that note, speaking of not needing to file an exemption, we could name a bunch of reasons why you shouldn't need to file an exemption to show that you don't want to take this vaccine. I'd like for you guys to be able to watch this full episode on YouTube, so I'm going to tread very carefully, and I would like to make the disclaimer that we are not doctors, we are not trying to give medical advice, uh, we are merely bringing you the news, and in particular, a scientific study that was posted in Bloomberg, all right, Blue, the very right-wing Bloomberg.com, <laughs> uh, who showed us a, a year-long study that showed that uh, there were similar peak viral loads in people who were vaccinated and unvaccinated. So with or without shots, uh, they said immunized household contacts have a 25% chance of infection. This was a UK study, as Eric, as Eric mentioned, 621 people in the UK with mild COVID-19 uh, and peak viral load, similar regardless of vaccination status. Um, Long story so short, America, it doesn't stop <laughs> transmission. Right. Yeah. Right. Which we've been trying to tell you. We've been trying you. to tell you guys, and that's not that's not medical inform misinformation. There the are CDC enough studies that are peak, 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 uh, you know, peer reviewed. The CDC has uh, confirmed that again. August 5th, I know the exact date. Dr. Michelle Walensky mm -hmm. went on to, uh, what was it, CNN, and she said, all right, one thing that we do know regarding this Delta, my Delta variant, is that it doesn't stop transmission. So you have been stripped, basically, of every argument that you thought you had and trying to force other people to get it because you pretended as if they were a threat to you. These studies are showing, no, you just as much of a threat to them as someone else, to, to someone else, as the person that is unvaccinated. Actually, I would argue that they are more of a threat because the, the whole argument is that they have less severe symptoms. Now you're going out and you have a headache and the sniffles and you think it's nothing and you go to the grocery store and you go to a restaurant exactly. and you go on a date and you're infecting all of these people who may or not be unvaccinated. Because you so don't know that you're... the person yeah, who's it, the threat? Exactly. So if anything, yeah, you could place more threat upon, upon them. But that's the part that they don't want to discuss. So when you look at like the story that we just looked at uh, before, you look at the fact that the FDA is approving for emergency use or recommending rather ages five to 11 for what, for what, for what, uh, for, for any reason other than, okay, they want you to join the cult. That's it. So, so let me add to what Eric just said. Mm -hmm. On top of that, this particular study also showed that immunity from full vaccination waned in as little as three months. So when we tell you guys, I mean, I just talked about this yesterday, the CDC is already like, yeah, if you're immunocompromised, you could get a fourth shot. 
When we tell you guys it's never going to end, it is never going to end, what will fully vaccinated be? What will they fire you for this time, not having your 20th shot in the span of two years? <laughs> exactly. And I always say, you know, look to other countries to see what's coming here. We see what's yes. going on in Australia. We saw that in Israel, they changed the definition of fully vaccinated from double dose to with the booster. Mm -hmm. Now we're seeing CDC director Wishal Walensky say the same thing. Oh, maybe we're going to change that as well. And now we see the introduction of that fourth booster shot. There was a picture that came out, Sarah, um, of this woman, and she got a little jelly bean, just one jelly bean, yes, before getting I vaccinated. I and I was this. like, well, they could only give one because, you know, with the amount of booster shots that you're going to mm -hmm. get, it'll eventually uh, equ uh, equate to a full bag of jelly beans. That's <laughs> a great point. So, uh, also yeah. love just a little reward uh, for being healthy. Yeah. It's yeah. just, just you, a thing yeah. that's like pure sugar and, and high fructose corn <laughs> Well, syrup, they, they have sure. to give you a treat and an incentive for, uh, you know, Right. Giving your body it's over for, to science. And, and, it's for and your that's health. why you yeah. guys must pay attention to these numbers when they do come out and they say, like, you notice that you went from, like, unvaccinated people when they talk about hospitalization mm -hmm. or, or death. And now it's, it's not fully vaccinated. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. some of those yep. people and a lot of them, you see what's going on in these other countries, to your point. A lot of these people are vaccinated. I believe it was Australia, New South Wales. They didn't even want to release the data on like 25 new deaths. They said, yeah, we know them, but we're not going to report those uh, in terms of their vaccination status. But here's the age. Eric, hmm, I, I wonder don't know why. if you guys have seen this article as well. NPR just came out with an article this week that's talking about hospitals that are overrun with patients who don't even have COVID, but they have heart inflammation and respiratory huh. problems. And they're having um, some other interesting adverse effects that uh, hmm. may be tied to something else in ピーアーキーナウエディスアーティクルイエッツレディスクワーディングイシューズインデアトゥーイエッツレディスクワーディングイシューズインデアトゥーイエッツレディスクワーディングイシューズインデアトゥーイエッツレディスクワーディングイシ
being slammed by, of course, the wokists, all of the usual suspects here, because they have a new cover. Those of you who are watching on video can see this. Uh, those of you who are listening on audio, it says it has a little kid with a mask and he's holding a teddy bear uh, who is also masked. And it says, would you give this kid a shot? And then underneath it, it says health experts strongly back a covid vaccine for children. Parents aren't so sure. You would think that this would be a very benign cover, right? Like you're like, okay, yeah. I mean, other than the fact that they're saying health experts strongly back a COVID vaccine for children, which indicates somehow that like all health health <laughs> experts do, which would not be the case. Factually speaking, YouTube, I'm just saying factually speaking. Yeah. Uh, Newsweek even went so far as to tweet this out and say the risks of COVID for kids may be higher than previously believed. The virus is now sixth or seventh leading cause of death in children. So obviously Newsweek is trying to make people think that you should give the shot. They're trying to say the risk is way higher than you think, parents. Okay, but these people had a problem with it. All right. Uh, Professor Peter Hotez, which is one of the most evil uh, when it comes to people connected to the big pharma uh, government intertwining, uh, just disgusting, incestuous relationship. He tweeted out, Newsweek thought that magazine cover was a good idea. Why didn't they just add a foot-long needle to the cover for good measure? I mean, seriously, give me something to work with here. I feel like I spend half my day lately doing damage control because when it comes down to it, you guys, you are not allowed as a parent to question what the government is saying, to question what the government health experts are saying. Don't you dare question it because the health experts are here to tell you that you are wrong. And if a company, if a magazine company even goes so far as to say parents aren't so sure, they're in the wrong. Guys. Honestly, I I truly believe that what the government ultimately wants is control over total society and your children. Yes. Which is right now, too, we saw the Washington Post come out with an article that says parents shouldn't be involved with the curriculum that is being Mm -hmm. taught to their kids. And so that bleeds into this as well in regards to your child's health. The government wants to be in control of everything. The government does not want parents to have a say in regards to how their children are being brought up and why is that. Because when the government comes in and scares your child, psychologically manipulates them at a young age, indoctrinates them Mm -hmm. at a young age, when they get older, they're going to be a lot easier to, uh, you know, condition and control. So when I see stuff like this, that's automatically what I think of. Yeah, Mm -hmm. most definitely. Like this is, you know why, and great hoppers brought this up, um, a bunch of libertarian thinkers have brought this up, like the last line of defense against the state is the family. Mm -hmm. And this is why they want to attack that so much. They don't want you to have any sort of decision because you are influential to at least a, a, a next generation of people and mm-hmm. they absolutely hate that. They can't have that. So they think that they have rights to your children. This is bleeding right into what you were mentioning about the education and, and this big conversation that we're having as more people are starting to pay a little more attention to what's being taught. And as parents get upset at what they do or what they advocate should be done to their children, they get upset at the parents mm-hmm. because they again mm-hmm. think that they have right uh, to, to your children. And that in itself is the fundamental problem when dealing with these sorts of people. But to that point, like uh, which I really take exception to when they talk about health experts for, uh, you know, talking about this with young people, mm-hmm. I, I really hate how they they act as if we're not individuals at all. So it's like a blind recommendation mm-hmm. that is sent because there's some some ex I guess group of experts the that represent health 
health experts. Yeah, health behind experts the that then represent all the health yeah. experts at large. I got diagnosed not too long ago, which I didn't know I even had. Thank God I went there for some uh, other issues for, with, with something called PACs. So my heart uh, particularly has this sort of irregular beat mm -hmm. uh, to it every now and then. When my doctor heard about that, she was like, absolutely not. I do not recommend that this is something that you would get in regards to the vaccination mm. because of the potential, as rare as it might be, heart inflammation issues that may be associated with it. That is a real thing. Right. Experts out there are saying that, considering that, why? Because that's best for me, certainly as an individual. She was already on the fence with me, uh, getting, didn't recommend necessarily I got it because of my health, age, and uh, other demographics. But specifically mm -hmm. with that particular issue, that's not even being considered with other, other uh, instances. It's just, okay, you're not individuals. You don't have a doctor that you individually consult with that is familiar with uh, your backing and everything that has been going on with your body. You just need to get it. Your ch now, at this point, your children need to get it. And this just goes to show, as we've said before, this has nothing to do with science. It's blind obedience to the government. Yes. That's well, basically what this is. Could I just also point out, Savannah, if everyone gets it, there's no control group. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just, I would That's just true. like to point Look, that out. Very true. People, people don't know. And uh, this will be my last bit on this point. Like, look into the other countries that Savannah was mentioning earlier. It's a lot of them. Singapore right now mm -hmm. has higher rates than what they've ever had ever, even during the peak of the pandemic last year, despite having high vaccination rates. There is a a, um, a county that has almost a 99 percent vaccination rate uh, near 99 percent. Just basically of the people that are eligible to get the vaccine, have it. They have the highest case rate right now uh, in terms of a county. Uh, I believe it's Waterford, if I'm not mistaken, in, in Ireland. Mm -hmm. uh, you, we already know what's going on uh, with with Israel. We, we know what's going on with New Zealand right now, who has a higher case rate than what they've ever had despite growing in vaccine. If the vaccine, if it even worked in the way that they said it would work, it would be moving in the complete opposite way. How do you explain it? You can't. You simply can't. It's that you sold us on a sham, and I'm not talking about the virus. I'm talking about what you said that, it, that this, this deal was supposed to do. That was a sham. Mm -hmm. Objectively speaking, that was a sham. Even the CDC had to correct themselves. And by that. sham, Eric, of course, means that the CDC said that it would prevent you from catching it Correct. and then they That's have the to change and say well you're still going to catch it and transmit exactly. it exactly now you're welcome you and, 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 and again august 5th they cd was lewinsky said okay we know that it doesn't stop transmission i have to reiterate so we can refer to the mm -hmm. experts that they say we should listen to even they have conceded this point it's about blind obedience to the to the state and what it is that they say and you're right if there's a bunch of us who are saying no 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 that's a threat to them. And mm -hmm. they know that because then they can't at least say they can't blame it on us anymore. Mm -hmm. They can't blame it on mm -hmm. the unvaccinated mm -hmm. if they can just get everybody jabbed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and uh, you know, going back to the face masks, too, that's why so many people were so upset and still are so upset when they see somebody without a face mask, because they see an individual who is separate from the state, who has the ability mm. to think for themselves, who is an individual. Because like you said, the way that the government has been treating everyone, they're treating us all like sheep. They're trying to make us all the same. You know, we are constantly hearing like equity and equality from the government. They want everyone to be the same. And so when other people in society see us without a face mask. They see that we refuse to conform to that and they get extremely upset and they see that we're not willingly obedient. Yeah. And, you know, again, we try, we get the, the blame for what's going on in society yeah. when in reality, CDC Director Michelle Walensky mm -hmm. is misinformation on YouTube yes. from a couple months ago. Yep. Bingo. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a great WHO, point. remember uh, they had what, said what they said yeah. about the lab leak. Yep. 
medical misinformation. People Mm -hmm. lost their whole platforms, their YouTube accounts, their Twitter accounts, all of that. And, I mean, here we have uh, people who are losing their jobs over this. And then at the end of the day, you look at it and, uh, oh, whoops, it turns out you guys are actually <laughs> transmitting the virus that, at, the same, at the same rate. Little mistake there. I have a feeling they're not going to be asked to come back to their jobs. Yeah. I have a little bit of a feeling that they're not going to be asked to come back to their jobs. All right. Uh, we have got more to come, including AT&T. If you are with AT&T, you are probably going to want to pay attention to uh, this story, um, particularly if you are white, because you must be racist. I'm just going to leave it there, and we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. White employees of AT&T have been told to read an article saying that they are racist, they are told to confess their white privilege and acknowledge systemic racism and must engage with these set texts or else they will be penalized in their performance reviews. Uh, This is coming from John Stankey, who took over as CEO at AT AT&T in July 2020. And uh, he has encouraged his staff to make use of an anti-racism education program entitled Listen, Understand, Act. Uh, He included in an email, as individuals, we can make a difference by doing our part to advance racial equity and justice for all. If you are looking for tools to better educate and inform yourself on racial equality, resources are available at Listen, Understand, Act. We also encourage you to actively participate in our recently launched Equality First Learning Experience, a new initiative to increase awareness and action around our value to stand for equality. Um, And there is... Managers, uh, at least, are assessed annually on diversity issues with mandatory participation in these programs. Um, Savannah, I, I want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it to you first, and I'm just really curious what John Stankey looks like. So um, I, th- I have a guess, but I'm not totally sure. So I'm going to look that up, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, you know, as one of the Blaze's diversity hires, yes. I completely agree Thank with you. this 100%. Thank you. Aren't, uh, we, aren't we all? Yeah, yeah we're true. all the diversity hires. Um, <clears throat> you know, thank God for all of this racial equality training. <laughs> Elijah Schaefer, you know, he does that every morning before he comes into work, so that way he can make Make sure that he's treating me equally. Now, this is absolutely ridiculous. I lost brain cells listening to that. And respect to you, Sarah, for being able to read that with a straight face. We've reached peak idiocracy in society today, and I, I'm done with it. It's like if you're complaining about racism in 2021, you haven't been paying attention to anything that's actually going on in society today, and you're the problem. And to be quite honest with you, I don't think that we have a white supremacy problem in this country. I think we have a black supremacy problem. Mm-hmm. Eric, I'll mm-hmm. let you answer that there, but I truly do. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is John yeah. Stanky. Uh, I'm going to say something that may is... sound racist, but that's fine. I'm black. I get it. I get to say that. <laughs> we get the those, those are the worst kinds of white people. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. White leftists yeah. that sit up here and try to make other white folk feel sorry for. And if you are one of those white people, apologize for being white. You are a freaking loser. Um, but seriously, I don't know what the hell this has to do with Internet and phones. <laughs> Um, which is what AT&T does, but it just goes to show that they're trying to do this whole indoctrination bullcrap. I don't see why people are still, I guess, working for this company. But on a serious note, this is someone that has some AT&T. As soon as I heard that story, I was like, man, I got to start looking at alternatives because that's what we need right now because these companies have been infiltrated by a bunch of idiotic leftists who are trying to virtue signal and use uh, stuff that they really didn't find found. Um, as a means and a platform to get this nonsense out. 
So this is why in virtually every facet of everything it is that we do, we need alternatives. And the alternative doesn't have to be some hardcore libertarian anarchist uh, sort of alternative, just alternative that doesn't suck. Yeah. You know, and if you have a job that it is that you're trying to perform, that's all generally we care about at the first in the first place. Um, you can lead by example if this is something and this is must be something that they're trying to get ahead of when I see stuff like this where there's mm -hmm. smoke, there's fire, uh, some uh, crap that they may have be guilty of. Maybe he, he himself is guilty of and he's trying to sort of uh, overcompensate for it because that's generally what we get out of these types who try to say, look at me. I'm not racist. Now, what 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 have you done? <laughs> what tweets are about to be yeah, pulled up from 10 exactly. years ago? So do you think so? I'm on the fence because I wonder if it's that or if it's just trying to just solely score woke points, right? Because I mean, you, that's why I said, hold on, like, let me look up what this guy looks like. For LGBTQ rights right now, or like for equality well, right, and but, racism. But it's always coming from these white CEOs. And I'm yeah. like, why don't you, if you really believe in this so strongly, give up your job and give no, it to a never, black person, right? Give it to a minority, give it to a POC. You never else, see them do that. Themselves. Right. But, so that's else. what I'm saying. So how much white guilt can you actually have yeah. if you're not willing to put your money where your mouth is? And then that leads me well, to believe that it's all be. I almost said it. It's all just <laughs> BS. And I don't even think they really believe it. I think that they just think that people will love them more if they yep. say they believe yep. it. That's why they do it. But yeah. That's exactly why they do it. Look, look, this, this and you know, I don't want to go too pro-black hotel on, on, on a Blaze show, but this has been like uh, white leftists have been in the forefront of a lot of even these black organizations that go around the NAACP, which was founded by white folks. Uh, you can go look that up uh, if you don't. This is what the Malcolm, great Malcolm X would talk about. That folks like that are, are the fox, you know, they fix their mouth with a smile, and for whatever reason, a lot of these Negro leaders, which are controlled by those types. Foam at the mouth anytime they hear a white man sit up there on their side saying, look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm gracious, I'm righteous, I'm ethical. Those are the worst folks as far as I'm concerned. And again, we need alternatives. So if you are a person that is, it doesn't matter if it's entertainment or you provide some sort of good and service, this is a time we see they've infiltrated virtually every single thing. Our damn phones are sitting up there telling people that they're racist. So if you are an, uh, just a creator in any sort of space, an investor, how about we start stripping money away from them and start creating our own stuff? And if it has to be a completely parallel economy, let's do it. And that's what needs to happen, to be quite honest with you, because I am so tired of dealing with these liberals who truly have been so coddled their whole entire lives that they're making up problems yeah. for themselves at this point. Good point. That's what's currently going on. I, I just feel like I should take this opportunity to just remind everyone there is this really awesome new beauty brand out. <laughs> it's go. called AmericanBeautyBySarah.com is where you can find it. And uh, I, I agree. I obviously agree because I was tired of listening to these stories and we mm -hmm. all sit around and we all talk about how someone needs to come up with alternatives. And at the end of the day, nobody does, right? Mm -hmm. People are busy and they're busy with their families and they're working and they don't come up with alternatives. And I said, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and finally come up with an alternative because I'm damn tired of giving my money to a company who literally hates me and wishes that I didn't exist. Yep. 100%. Literally hates me. Stuff. That's what people are doing in a lot of other spaces, and that's what we need. My rule that I always give out there, I throw out there, 51%, 49%, meaning just give a little over yeah. half. Yeah. That's the yeah. bare minimum yes. that you can do. A little over half of your time, investment, money, whatever, to people that don't freaking hate you, and that's when we'll turn the tide really on all of this, because the leftists played the long game to their mm -hmm. credit. It worked. Mm -hmm. They played the long game, and they have infiltrated virtually everything, and this yep. is why it feels like you can't get away yes. from it, because mm -hmm. oftentimes the conservative and the libertarian 
neglected all of this because they felt like it didn't matter because, hey, we got the ideas on our side. So let's come up with these alternatives. You got Sarah's brand. You have uh, stuff that I'm coming out with. They exist out there. I think it's a lot. I mean, it's hard press time for yeah. us to really get out there and, and support these brands. Uh, by the way, if you are with AT&T and you are looking for an alternative, Patriot, uh, Mobile. Patriot Mobile is a sponsor mm -hmm. of this show and many con other conservative uh, networks. They would really love your your uh, your your support. I know. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. I would love that. All right, it is as I said, almost Halloween, and uh, my producer says that he has a video that I really, really need to watch. I'm unsure what it is, so let's watch together. As Halloween is coming up. This is your annual reminder to not dress as an indigenous person for Halloween. Oops. As you are brainstorming ideas for what to dress up as this year, I encourage you to ask yourself these questions in that process. One, am I misrepresenting or degrading indigenous cultures? Two, am I reinforcing stereotypes? Mm -hmm. Three, am I generalizing customs and traditions of indigenous people? And four, Am I fetishizing them? Okay, well, first of all, nobody's fetishizing Elizabeth Warren. So I think that I'm safe there. <laughs> but I would just like to say, it's interesting how these people always come out with these boring-ass TikToks uh, about this. They can't even speak properly. They have to edit after every single sentence, okay? But then you have people like, by the way, Elizabeth Warren, Rachel Dolezal, Sean King, people who are actually profiting off of this personally and professionally, profiting off of pretending that they are a different ethnicity crickets about that yeah. crickets about how offensive that is we keep a well not we they keep electing elizabeth warren yeah. over there uh in massachusetts they have no problem yeah. with it no it's almost as if it's just fake outrage that means nothing imagine all right that. yeah imagine, imagine that. that all right you guys have a happy halloween thank you two for being on it's great Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.